Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I need information. I thought you might be able to help. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture at the top of every hour. On my talk 1071. Now tell us everything, 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 everything. Taylor Swift says the three things that influence her the most are cats, <laughs> Paul McCartney, <laughs> and her fans' Tumblr's po- Tumblr posts in that order. What? Who's on Tumblr? Who's on? Yeah. Oh, I guess, she, I guess she has a bunch of fans on Tumblr that inspire her. So oh. I've never, I, I don't even know how to use Tumblr. Hmm. I, I, I've never, I don't think I've ever been on it. It's just like a blog site, really. Yeah. I think I've been mm-hmm. on it a couple of times, like spe- specific Twin Peaks people or something, but I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, lots of photos. I have one, but I haven't used it in years. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I wonder okay. if I have one. I don't think I do. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> I wish I could get into my MySpace again. <laughs> I've tried. Oh, gosh, that'd be oh. funny to watch. That'd be funny to see. Oh, yeah. I never had a MySpace, though. <gasps> you didn't? No, what? I didn't. Alexis? Alexis? Yeah. Whoa. It took me a while, and then it was like, well, it was gone anyway. Bye. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I was obsessed with changing my background and the song on there. And Yep, me too. Oh, okay. <laughs> we got to access that and see what I you know. guys were posting. <laughs> oh. Seriously. I was so important to take pictures with my digital camera oh. before yep. camera phones, what we were doing on the weekend. And, you know, this just now I could care less. Just, yeah, but <laughs> we've got that time was for thing. that now. No, huh? no, no, yeah, well, seriously. I am now quite a bit older, so I guess I don't care as much. OK, uh, moving on. <laughs> the Jonas Brothers say that their relationship was unhealthy back in 2013 when they split up. Um, oh. So I guess they had some uh, issues issues with each other, like all siblings do sometimes. Oh gosh, can you imagine then creating music together, trying oh. to be creative and and be, having a and then running a business too? Oh, oh yeah, money. Oh no 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 no. Right, starting out really early on in their career as young men, and then growing up in the meantime. So he says, Nick Jonas says, "quote We're in a healthy space. We are enjoying the ride. They, of oh, course, good. are getting back together and just being Jonas." So. Yeah. Don't don't say brother, just Jonas. Yes. Um, It looks like Justin Bieber and Ed Sheeran are working on something together. People have seen them uh, hanging out, uh, going into a studio. What's it going to be? I love both of them, so I'm sure it'll be gold, whatever they put out. Yes. Yes. All right, that's the latest dirt. You'll have another one coming up from me in about 15 minutes. You can find all these stories and more on our app and mytalk1071.com. For alerting us, my talk dirt alerts at the top of every hour and at 8 20, 12 20, and 5 20 on my talk 1071. Hey, everybody, welcome to the eight o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on this Friday, April 26, 2019. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McLean. Not one bit. I am tired. Okay, well, we're going to try to get you through the hour, Flossie. I'm very sorry that you're tired. Very, 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 very sorry. That is so stupid. 
Sorry, Michael. Uh-oh. Uh, 8.05 is the time. Okay, Lex, you got to tell this. You got to tell the story, and, and you'll know why, everybody. Uh, we asked you that question, the, the craziest thing that you've done uh, for your children as far as their homework is concerned. What, yeah, and this them? isn't really helping your kid with homework. You know, let, let's no. you know do some math together. We're talking about parent homework that actually turns into things that the kid can't do. By him or herself. It's directly to you. It's an email from a teacher. <laughs> and, oh, my gosh, the funniest thing. My So my, my brother has four kids. And at their school right now, they're learning about Ellis Island, which okay. is great, right? Great, for eight-year-olds yes. to be going through that and learning about, you know, I, I one of my grandfathers uh, passed through, actually great-grandfathers passed through Ellis Island. So how cool, you know, to, to piece of history. Yeah. Well, they're doing an Ellis Island simulation so yesterday my nephew had to dress up like someone who went through ellis island oh boy wow that is what what does that mean so we were looking at pictures i'm like uh uh they're dirty and they're immigrants and they're just trying to survive it's like the cast of newsies (laughs) right (laughs) they've just endured uh That's the only thing I can think of. They've got their luggage with them. uh, They've just trekked from uh, far distances. So, oh, I was like, well, good luck with that. We were Googling and just cracking up because some of the pictures of the people going through Ellis Island, you know, they're surviving. Do you know what they ended up with? What did your sister and brother, what did they put the kids in? Well, they had little suits for them. You know, they were were in like a... (laughs) A wedding, so they did. They did that for the. Luckily, um, they had something, but to have to think about that and figure out, okay, <laughs> what are, what are we yeah. do? Oh, oh my goodness! <laughs> out of all the stuff, like you, it's yes. not like you can just run to Target and go to the, you know, Ellis Island uh, section, <laughs> section. You know what I mean? Right. This isn't pajama so, day. You know? Can you can you show me the fleeing your homeland section? <laughs> right. uh, what, what, what clothes would you wear when you're fleeing your homeland? And we were yes. like, we could give them a a, a a pillowcase and just fill it with clothing, and <laughs> you know that's their ba- that's their luggage, or you know, because a lot of the kids that went through and women, you know, had like bonnets on and prairie big dresses, dresses, right, and petticoats, skirts. corsets. <laughs> oh, good lord! Oh my! Do goodness. they make child size corsets? <laughs> God. <laughs> oh my god that's scary ariana Very grande scary. wears one i think yeah yeah <laughs> yes six five one six four one one oh seven one six five one six four one one oh seven one call dawn right now we want you to join the conversation what is the nuttiest or most pain in the butt thing that you had to do for your kid's school project. Maybe you had to run out to the Walmart in the middle of the night and get like specialty crayons that nobody has, or <laughs> yes. uh, you, you had to make a costume, uh, you know, of uh, of uh, you know, Doctor Seuss. No, no, no. You're, you're a caveman or something. Yeah. Caveman day at school. <laughs> right. Yes, yeah. caveman day. Yeah, you had to dress up. You had to make a dinosaur outfit for Velociraptor Week. I mean, whatever. Six five one six four one one zero seven one six five one six four. You had to dress up like the founding fathers. Uh, you know what I mean? Right. What's the? Um, what is the thing that you looked at the sheet and you went, "What in gay uh, hell is this?" Yeah, it's parent homework. 
We that actually is, talked about this about a month ago. In the, oh, the yeah. New York Times, they had a great article about the burden of parent homework. And she was saying that she got two emails from her daughter's teacher requesting that they were celebrating the 100th day of school. So they yeah. had to come up with a collection of 100 things and bring it into school. And also <gasps> find things that started with the letter Q. <laughs> For show and tell. <laughs> That's right. Lex, I knew there was one that was totally <laughs> redonkulous. And that was, how many things can you think of that start with the letter Q? That's what, <laughs> right. When we initially talked about it, we struggled. We were like, quilts. Well, actually, that came, a listener called in with Q-tip. that later. A Q-tip. Yeah. Q-tip. Um, quiver. Uh, qu- quiver, <laughs> quiver critter. Quiver critter decoy. Yes. Um, what else? Uh, Q. Q. Um, oh, um, I don't see. This is what we did last time. We could not come up with a lot of Q oh, things. Oof, oof. Come, uh, no, uh, a kiwi. <laughs> no, a kiwi. Say kumquat. A, <laughs> kumquat. <laughs> Are you a Bernstein bear? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> let's go to uh, Don's fielding the phone calls. Yes. Let's let's go to line two. Okay. Uh, talking about LSI. Let's go to Carol on line two. Hi, Carol. Hi. Hey. Um, that story that uh, Alexis told really brought back memories. When my son was little, we also did the Ellis Island and didn't have as much trouble finding the outfit, but he decided he was going like he was coming from Ireland. So a few weeks before it, we planted potatoes so he could carry his little potato plant through Ellis Island. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's See? so cute. <laughs> that's a genius. Now that's what you do. So you just potted it up and he, he came through or put in a bag or? Oh, he carried his little pot around Ellis Island that day. <laughs> This little potato pot. I oh my love gosh, it. Carol! Thank goodness for you. <laughs> yeah, to get that going. That fun. That's that's oh. adorable. I love doing stuff like that. That's adorable. Oh. Carol, thank you so much. Let's go to Sarah on line four. Okay. Hi, Sarah. Hi. How are you? Good. How are Great. you? Good. So my daughter's had a few crazy ones. Um, in kindergarten, I had to dress her up as a flower girl for the wedding of the letters Q and U. What? Wait, 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 Sarah, wait a minute. What does that mean? Back up the ice cream truck. You had to dress your daughter up as the flower girl for the wedding of the letters Q and U? Correct. What does that even mean, Sarah? That's what I was trying to figure out. (laughs) (laughs) That was... Yeah, that was a shock when I got that letter saying your daughter is going to be a flower girl in the wedding of the letters Q and U. Oh, my gosh. Okay, that leads to so many questions. Like, why are the letters getting married? Did you ever get to the bottom of that? I think it had something to do with teaching spelling, but yeah. But that's not even the craziest. So I thought we were done with this now, you know, because she's in older (laughs) grades. Now she's in fifth grade. And they're doing their reports on historical figures. And they got a pretty broad scope of who they wanted to pick. And love my daughter, Beth. She picks family. Okay. And comes out now, we have to dress her as the character or as a person. So now I'm trying to figure out how to make my fifth grade daughter into Stanley. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you can't pick one of the Marvel heroes. You have to be in glasses, mustache. No, no, she can't be a Marvel Marvel character. She's got to be Stanley. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Oh, my goodness. I got the big mustache already. Okay, good. Some glasses. 
Like aviator yeah. glasses. Oh my god. I'm gonna cover her hair in baby powder to kind of make it look gray. <laughs> yes. That is Sarah, you almost win. I love that. Thank you, Sarah. Let's go to Angela on line one. I can't wait for this one. Okay. Hi, Sa- hi, Angela. Hi. Morning. What did Good you morning. have to do? Um, this is more of what uh, my parents did for me. Okay. Um, my poor father stayed up all night and read this huge Joan of Arc book that I picked out to do my book report on, but I was just so tired after sports and everything, I couldn't finish it. And he stayed up all night, and I can't remember if he wrote it for me or if, I think he just reiterated it to me. Oh. And oh. then I wrote it. So, I mean, that's not that bad. No. <laughs> but, I mean, but that's him, not... Him and, um... My dad's in construction, and him and the neighbor did my, I believe it was fourth grade math homework, where, you know, there's these huge word problems. I went to this, like, very uppity Catholic school that was very hard, and I was just stressed, and him and my neighbor did it for me, and I went back the next day, showed him my grade. I got a D. I'm like, you got it. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <laughs> and they were like, no, we want to talk to the teacher. <laughs> what is this about? <laughs> I swear I did this. Angela, thank you. Let's go, to, let's go to Corey on line three. We're talking about the craziest thing. Parent homework is a thing. Corey, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, Morning. what did you have to do? Well, we are in the middle of making 400 pieces of baklava for my daughter's project, which is due on Monday. Wait, wait. You're, this is this is the hell you're in right now, currently. <laughs> yes, we we have packages of phyllo dough in the refrigerator. I have walnuts, pistachios, the Vitamixes on the counter. We have cloves and cinnamon everywhere. <laughs> wow, you're doing pistachio and walnuts. <laughs> yeah, well, it called for a pound of pistachios, but as you know, they're very expensive. So I thought yeah. I'd mix it with walnuts. Smart. Oh, oh I bet no. that's good. Four hundred oh. baklava. Wow. Yeah, four hundred sample pieces for enough for all the parents and the kids to come into the gym, and they have to give the report. And then they have to have a sample for them to taste from the country. And her, she picked Turkey as her country. Oh, okay. So oh, you're going to no. go around to be like a festival of nations. Each kid has their own. Exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Let's go to Joy oh, on line you. five. Okay. What is the craziest thing you've done for your kids, like kid to your parent? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasts platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com homework hi joy oh, i've built a life-size sputnik out of um my um the blow-up ball that i was yeah i've done lots of things my favorite <laughs> is when he was dressed as abraham lincoln and i had to borrow a top hat it was from a friend that was a magician hat that actually had a fake. You punched it and it pulled a rabbit out. <laughs> <laughs> and my son has autism. So I'm like, yeah, the, you, you might. Okay. So he just thought it was great. And he thought that was so hilarious. And 
Oh, I just can't even tell you how fantastic it was. He has friends from life because he's the hat, the kid that can pull the rabbit out of a hat. Oh, oh. Abe Lincoln. So that was my Magic best Abe assignment ever. Yeah. Hashtag Magic Abe Lincoln. That's what, yeah. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. I love Thank you. you. We love you. Thanks, Thank Joy. you, Joy. Thank let's, you. Give, let's give Crystal the last word. What's the craziest thing as a parent you've done for your kid for like homeworks or assignments or fun fairs? Hi, Crystal. Hey. Good morning. What did you morning. do? Well, they did a unit on northern Minnesota, so they had to dress as minors. Oh, no. And oh. it was a nighttime presentation for parents. So like the baklava lady, I had to make what the miners would have eaten and my daughter <laughs> chose the Polish miners and they had pasties so I had to make these meat pies. Oh my god. And make what? a miniature so there was enough for all the parents to sample. Oh okay. Now what's with feeding the damn parents? You know what it is exactly. like just a buffet for parents. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I've seen schools. enough of the private school. It's a big potluck. Yeah. <laughs> Why are, you, why are you letting the parents eat? Jeez. And who wants to eat a pasty? We've moved beyond that anyway. Yeah. 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 Hot pockets oh. is what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> Crystal, my ass would have went to the grocer's freezer and gotten some hot pockets yeah. and cutting that out. I would have cut those up. Yeah. Thank you, Crystal. Oh, oh, that was good. What joy. You know, you can tell the parents who have gone through it, they look back on it in a fond way. Just, yeah. wow, that, we did that. Not we survived. that night, though, girl. Not that no. night they didn't look back. I almost, I didn't hear all of it, but uh, I can't believe that she has to make 400 baklava. That's so hard. That is, oh. I mean, baklava is hard to make. It's that that uh, pastry that's very... Oh, it's delicious. It's it's folded like a... The layers. Like a samurai sword. It's like has all those yes. layers. And that's not easy to do. Wow. Oh, oh, gosh, wow. that was funny. The S still, Ellis Island is cracked. Oh, okay. yeah, and the potatoes. The potatoes. <laughs> the potato pots. pot. That's so yeah. cute. <laughs> 818. When we come back, Elizabeth Reese is on a boat. Dawn is not, so <laughs> Dawn loses. Dawn yeah. is doing the dirt alert when we return. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071 and streaming on our My Talk app. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn McLean. Uh, Elizabeth is on a boat. Dawn is not. So Dawn loses. And she is now doing so. She has to do the dirt alert. Yeah. Hi, Dawn. Hi. Okay. Uh, John Singleton had a stroke, and it is way more serious than his family first revealed. Um, he, of course, is the director from Boys in the Hood and a bunch of other films. I think that's his most famous film. 51 years old. Uh, he, it was a major stroke and he is in a coma. Um, mm. The family's in the process of establishing a conservatorship for him. Oh, um, so heartbreaking. Yes. So apparently oh. he went to Costa Rica and when he was there, he experienced some problems with his legs and he checked himself into Cedar Sinai Medical Center in LA. And when he was in his hospital room, he had a stroke there. Mm. So that is Ooh, the one no. positive thing about this is that he wasn't just in Costa Rica because that was the first reports. And then they learned more that he wasn't feeling well after his trip. Um, oh, no. Yeah. They're saying that the stroke was mild, um, but now they're revealing it was a major stroke. Mm. Probably. It's so terrible to go through all this stuff with your family anyway, and then knowing that 
your your family member is a public figure and people yeah, want to know. People keep calling and, and you know, asking questions. So um, his mother's spoken out about that. How, Dawn, cool. his age again, I forgot how old 51. he is. 51. Wow. Oh, so my young. goodness. Gosh, I mean, we just, so... we just lost Luke Perry to a stroke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just really, at least if there's anything from this, it's really shining some light on um, strokes and being aware of strokes and, and you know, I, I went through some material after the Luke Perry thing, just reading more about strokes and just how it can affect anybody at any time and what to do. So, yep. Oh, it's just yeah. so scary. Mm-hmm. So scary. Okay. Uh, Corey Feldman, he just did an interview with Rolling Stone and he's actually now admitting that Michael Jackson's actions were a little fishy. And he said he oh. went through the standard grooming process that these other men described in Leaving Neverland. Because at first when Leaving Neverland, mm-hmm. which is the documentary about Michael Jackson um, that, that came out at Sundance this year. Um, you know, at first, Corey Feldman, we all know that he hung out with Michael Jackson a lot. Mm-hmm. He idolized him. He, you know, would dance like him and, and went to Neverland Ranch a lot. Uh, at first, he was saying, this is not true. Don't bring his name down. But I guess now he's reflected on that and said he bought me gifts, a Watchmen TV, a gold watch from Disneyland. He was grooming me, and I just never ended up being his pick. Wow. Oh, oh. Well, kind of like that. The um, as far as the the not his pick in the Finding Neverland, you hear how he went from one allegedly how he went from one to another and when he would outgrow one mm-hmm. he would move on to another and then you were cut off the two the two gentlemen described how it was just like you would be invited you'd be invited to all these things and all of a sudden boom you're done and and Michael would have a new companion mm-hmm. so yeah oh man so that's uh i mean it's big big for him to admit that cuz i i mean even to this day if you watch Corey Feldman perform music and even you know some of the weird performances he has he's still dancing like Michael Jackson yeah. he's still wearing a fedora and you know yep. doing the whole routine and it's a little odd <laughs> to say yeah. the least um but yeah that is uh yeah maybe that documentary really helped him solidify well i didn't think of it that way mm-hmm. and wow he was grooming me too yeah yep so that he probably just had his sights honestly set on somebody else at the time hate to put it that way but yep. it's probably the truth um the article goes into detail about Corey's uh cory hames claims about about pedophilia in Hollywood. And he's still working on that movie where he claims he'll expose the people who took advantage of him and Corey Haim. Yeah. Um, and I believe I have a very good friend who's involved in that project right now because he does his music videos. Oh, so really? So maybe we can get him on the air. Uh, yeah, Corey Haim, that's, that's another tragic story. He was so manipulated and so taken advantage of yeah. by probably many people in Hollywood when he was starting off. Yes. And, and just probably the reason life. why he turned to drugs. I mean, yep. honestly, it yeah. absolutely ended up taking his life really. So we oh. hate to end on that note guys, Ooh. but yeah, there you go. For more on these stories, go to my talk com. When we come back, our new Friday fun, old earth TV trivia. I'm quizzing Dawn and Alexis on a classic TV show. Which one is it? And, Wait to hear some of these plot lines. We'll be right back, everybody. In the meantime, don't forget to follow us on social media. Lex in the Cities, Dawn at Dark, and Jason Matheson. Back after this. And now, a hilarious, and we use that term loosely, dad joke. That's a good one, Dad. From Alexis. 
from listener Carla. What do you call Batman when he doesn't go to church? Christian Bale. <laughs> this has been a dad joke. Very funny, Dad. Hilarious. From Alexis. That's a good one right there. Okay, I like that one. That was creative. Yeah. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm I talk with a seven one. Everything entertainment. Everything bandwagon. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McClain. Uh, time for a traffic uh, uh, check in. Make sure uh, check yourself. A traffic check yourself. Are you in the left lane right now? Mm. Are you going just the speed limit? Get the hell over. Just get get over. Unless you're passing, get over. Someone, I, I bring this up because someone tweeted me the official Kansas City State Patrol account. I guess there's a famous trooper, Trooper Ben. People love him. He has like 100,000 followers. Oh, my God. Yeah. And listen, so uh, one of our my talkers just sent me this. Yeah, it's Trooper Ben KHP, uh, okay. Kansas Highway Patrol. So the, I guess this is his message of the day. I want to keep this short. Stay out of the left lane unless you're passing. Keep right, everyone. It's as simple as that. Thank you for this safety message. Thank you, Trooper Ben. Yes. Thank you. God bless America. (laughs) Thank you, Trooper Ben. Yes. Keep hashtag keep right. Follow Trooper Ben. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, it's 834, uh, and it's time for our new Friday favorite. Uh, We call it. Old Earth Trivia, t- Old Earth TV Trivia. <laughs> what do we call it? <laughs> uh, today, uh, I'm going to be handling it. This all started with Dawn McClain. She did uh, Little House on the Prairie Trivia, and we thought, hey, this is fun. So uh, we are, uh, are going to pick old TV shows and ask questions about their ridiculous plot points. Uh, as I said, today's mine, so I'm going to reveal today's TV show. Mm. You are about to find out. Uh-oh. Yeah, not a lot. Mm-hmm. No, no, not at all. It's Alexis versus Dawn uh, in a in a in a match of wits, a match of smarts, and a match uh, in a match of Laverne and Shirley knowledge of pure so, guessing. Yeah, you know, pure guessing, Lex. <laughs> pure guessing. Yeah. Yep. Okay, here we go. Uh, if you are both ready, mm-hmm. we begin. Season one, episode seven. Rumors spread around Milwaukee. Because of what? Lenny is caught kissing Laverne at her dad's pizza place. Uh Uh-oh. Lenny sees Shirley half-naked in the company locker room. (laughs) Or Lenny is caught two-timing both Laverne and Shirley. Oh, God. Did they ever get together with them? I thought they were just always wanting them and they were just friends. Big teasers. Hmm. I think naked in the locker room sounds like a good shot in the dark. Mm, I would say, yeah, I'll say the kissing one. Lenny is caught kissing Laverne at her dad's pizza place. That's what one of us is right, Don. (laughs) Are either of them right, judges? Oh. Oh. 
is Alexis. Yeah! That's right. In episode seven, which aired on March 16th, 1976, it's called Once Upon a Rumor. Rumors spread around Schott's Brewery when Lenny sees Shirley half naked in the company locker room with Squiggy. Oh, oh my God. Squiggy. What? Ew. Ew. <laughs> Squiggy Half naked was with Squiggy isn't even a nice thing to say. <laughs> no. You know? That sounds like something else. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Okay, here we go. In episode eight of season one, Shirley is livid and blames Laverne for what? The disappearance of Boo Boo Kitty. <laughs> Once again. The disappearance of her mother's ring. Oh, uh-oh. Or the disappearance of her sick canary. Oh, I think the sick canary. Well, let's go with boo-boo kitty, because that's really fun to say. <laughs> Judges, are either of them right? <laughs> Judges. I don't know. Which are. Where, where are the judges? Oh. It's in my imagination, Lux. Uh, Dawn McClain is right. Yeah! What did in I say again? <laughs> I don't her even sick remember. canary. Okay, right. sick canary. That was a <laughs> vague memory of that. It in died, season, right? Yeah. In season Aww. one, episode eight, Shirley blames Laverne for the disappearance of her sick canary, and the girls almost end their friendship over it. Oh, God. Wow. Yeah. Just about a canary Jeez. girl. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like a family member. That's right. Next, season one, episode nine, it's called... Uh, I can't say what it's called yet. Shirley becomes a recluse when she what? Finds out Carmine has another girlfriend. <laughs> Carmine is caught kissing another girl at the pizza bowl. Oh, Carmine. This is the place to kiss people. The Carmine is caught on a date with Laverne. Oh. Oh. I think mm. he's caught kissing someone at the pizza bowl. Carmine think- Ragusa. Mm. I think you went out with La- Laverne. That would make me become a recluse too, your bestie. <laughs> Are either of them right, judges? <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, no, suck. no, no, no. In, uh, in episode nine, re- titled Dating Slump, Shirley becomes a recluse when she finds out that Carmine has another girlfriend. Oh, what a jerk. That's right. And she goes out with a, then she, as a, as a revenge, she goes out with a guy named Victor, played by Mark Harmon from NCIS. Oh my gosh. He's Love that him. old? Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, Mark Harmon. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. He was there a toddler at the time. <laughs> yeah. Older's TV trivia, Laverne and Shirley uh, edition is what we're playing next. In episode 10 of season one, Shirley is promoted to what at Shots Brewery after the management discovers she has a hidden talent. Ooh. Is she promoted to Laverne's direct boss, <laughs> beer taster, or beer namer? Mm. Ooh. Naming beer is a big job. Oh. I, I could see a lot of uh, a funny drunk scenes. So I'll say beer taster. Mm. I say Alexis. maybe Laverne's boss. That could lead to some comedy, right, Lex? Yeah. Oh, big time. Mm. Yeah. Are either of them right, judges? <laughs> beer taster. Oh. Beer taster. Oh. Nice. 
That's right. Uh, in episode 10 of this season, uh, in episode 10, Shirley is promoted to official beer taster by an executive who knows that Shirley gets tipsy when she sips the brew. Yeah. Don't we all? <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah. Yeah. Cheap dates over hey, here. What's Whoa. he trying to do? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Here we go. We'll do one more. We're moving to season two, episode four. In a Happy Days crossover event, Laverne and Shirley invite Richie and Potsy to a dance contest in order to win what? Hmm. A car? A TV set? A brand new stereophonic system? (gasps) Stereophonic system. Oh, I'll say a TV set. I think I have a vague memory of that. Are either of them right, uh, judges? McLean, <laughs> <laughs> it's a TV set. That's right. Well, Laverne and Shirley invite Richie and Potsy to dance in order to win a brand new television set that they cannot afford. <laughs> so there we go. Because Shots Brewery doesn't really pay well. Uh, there we go, everybody. There has been <laughs> Old Earth TV trivia. <laughs> yes. It is 8.42 when we come back. Find out how you can see Alexis tomorrow uh, and more right after this. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. My baloney has a first name. It's O-S-C-A-R. My baloney has a second name. It's M-A-Y-E-R. Oh, I love to eat it every day. If you ask me why, I'll say, cause Oscar Mayer has a way with B-O-L-O-G-N-A. Oscar Mayer, the first name in Bologna. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. There's a Bologna again, Lex. They oh. keep calling it Bologna. I That's don't, so I don't weird. Know. That's that kid so weird. lived next door to my cousins in Anaheim. What? <laughs> Growing up. Yeah, his name's Mike. Seriously? Yep. <laughs> you knew the Bologna kid? I didn't because uh, I didn't I mean, ever play yeah, with yeah. him, but my sisters played with him and stuff when they went over to... He was visit. a cool kid? I think so, yeah. No. Yeah. You nice. liked Bologna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's the one on the yeah. end of the dock. Yeah. Right? With That's the fishing the one, yeah. pole? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, 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 yep. I'm like those things from Sesame Street. Yep, 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 yep. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 849, uh, thanks for being here, everybody. Uh, hope you have some fun weekend plans. If you're if you're wondering to yourself, hey, how can I see Alexis this weekend? Uh, we have the answer, right, Lex? How can people see you this weekend? <laughs> uh, well, tomorrow morning, we have a, the Ramsey County has another fix-it clinic, which I love these events because you can look around your house, maybe you have some broken down, broken up appliances that, you know, it just might need just a little switch or something's wrong with it, but you need a fixer or maybe you need some buttons replaced or a zipper. So clothing you can bring as well up to three items to get fixed for free. They have volunteer fixers and menders and it's from 11 to 2 tomorrow at Battle Creek Recreation Center in St. Paul. It's just a great event. Yeah, don't throw the stuff away, everybody. No. Maybe you can get more use out of it. Everybody yes. has a couple of things. They're like, oh, I really am going to fix that. But you just never do. Like a vacuum cleaner or, you know. Yes. And 
And if you have a crafty thing, like a hole in your crotch or something in your pants, uh, you know, Lex may be able to fix that. Because, you know, if it's (laughs) crafty, you know. Yeah, I am right, a hooker. Lex? You guys know that, right? That's right. You're so, a hooker. Yeah. Not not the street not the streetwalker variety. Just a regular hooker. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. We're we're a crocheter. Mm-hmm, crocheter. <laughs> so, I've helped a few people with that, and that's been really fun. So. So if you would like Alexis to crochet your crotch, go ahead. Go down to the fix it. If you need your crotch uh, or your zipper <laughs> fix, don't wear those pants. Yeah. Okay. No. Don't wear them. Bring them in. Bring them in a bag. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh my gosh, guys! I when when I got to when I got to Vegas, there are these. Um, you, I love Uniqlo. It's kind of like H and M, but um, I think it's a little higher quality and it's you know accessible, fashionable clothes. Um, they have one in Chicago. They have one in Orlando. Anyway, and they had these my favorite summer shorts. Lex, they're called oh, like the I easy love wear. Too. I love that store. Yeah. Um, they had these easy wear shorts um that have they're like uh comfort band so they're not overly tight they're a little stretchy i love them so i guess i wore one pair to death last summer because i i started to like look through my clothes that i I, you know i lifted up my suitcase and i'm like okay what am i gonna wear today for my first day in vegas and i lifted up these pair of khaki shorts that i had packed and i obviously didn't look close enough I'm like, oh, I'll wear these. And I lifted them up and I, you know, I, I went to step, put my leg in one of them. And I looked down and Lex, oh, no. the crotch was like disintegrated. Like I, I, the biggest hole ever. I'm like, oh my goodness. I wore these out. My big old thighs rubbed together so much oh. last summer, last summer that I destroyed. I mean, it looked like moths had attacked my... <laughs> And I was so mad because I loved these so much. I'm like, okay. That's why when you find shorts or pants that fit, you buy five pairs. Yep. So you're ready to go. I know. I was so sad. I'm like, oh, oh, I really, my thunder thighs really like wore those down, girl. They're just like a little pumice stone. I wore, I wore them out. But anyway, yeah, you knew. Oh, I'm telling you, Mall of America. I heard rumors that a Uniqlo was coming in. Oh, I that would be amazing. True. Oh, I want it to be true so much. So, so very. Uniqlo. Oh, wait a minute. Colin just texted me. I guess those were his. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, so mine are okay. Okay. Oh, good. I stole them, I guess, out of the laundry. Okay. Oh, I still have another pair, though, that I ruined. So. Can you guys wear each other's clothes? Uh, some, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Pants we sometimes can, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, it's, it was, oh, I was so sad, though. I was like, oh, this is perfect color khaki. But no, Uniqlo, Mall of America, I'm putting it out in the universe. Please, Mall of America people, make this happen. It's such a good show, a store, and if you guys aren't familiar with it, you'll love it. When it comes here, you'll become obsessed. Good value, great clothes, great style. I have a sweatshirt clothes. dress there that I love. Mickey's on the front, and yeah. I love that dress. Just oh, it's good quality, like you said. It lasts forever. And did oh, you get? Let, let me come. guess. Let me guess. Did you get it in Orlando? Yeah, I did. When you want? Yeah, I figured. I figured. Yeah. Actually, I left Angel um, in the parking lot. I was like, I'll be right back. <laughs> I have to go and return something. And I ran down and I bought it. <laughs> did you? Yeah, I was like, Oops, sorry, honey. Whoops. Because I, I saw it in the window, and you know, you're just like, that. I need that. I need that I in need my that. life. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, do we need Donna and Steve in our yeah, life? Yeah, Steve is here? here, yeah. Dominique, unique, unique, s'en allait tout simplement. Routier, pauvre chantant. Sing a nun seem appropriate for you, Steve. Do, I'm we, just, know uh, what, yeah. do we know what they're saying? Dominique. 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 Yeah. Dominique. Oh. They're famous That's French, French singing nuns. Oh, really? Dominique, unique, unique, s'en allait tout simplement. Routier. Somebody translate that. Please. Yeah, please. Yeah. Well, that could Phil be really Jones. bad. Bill Jones. Uh, Phil I don't think on. so. I don't think so. Yeah, I think it's good, Lex. I think so. Oh, okay. Uh, what, uh, Steve? What do we have coming up on your show today? We have three hours of content that are planned, but I'll focus on one thing. We are asking. <laughs> That's good. Your uh, show's coming up now. So yeah. <laughs> it better be prepped. Uh, here's the the Facebook question for today, which is: What is your pet peeve about texting? I often will think to text somebody, and I want to do a voice to text, but I have friends that are back on the West Coast, and then it's too early. So, is it their responsibility to put their phone on vibrate? So, can it, you good? Re, can you represent me? And I think Alexis agrees. Mm-hmm. The lack of ability for people to hear inflection. You type something, mm. and you can't hear the inflection. Yes. The intent. The yes. intent of the oh, word. It's you know the what worst. I mean? Yes. yes. And people oh. misunderstand. They get offended. It's like, no, I'm saying it in a happy tone. You get yes. what I mean? Text yeah, doesn't yeah. have tone. Yeah, That's I get why it. emojis are so very important. Yeah. That's right. Go out there and be yourself, everybody. No one <laughs> can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? <laughs> That's right. You be you unless you're a terrible person. Have a great weekend. We love you. We'll talk on Monday. Bye, friends.